Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy pod driven by listener inputs. If you have comedic content, just send it to me via PeteZComedy at Gmail. I'm still allowed to read the submission emails. Once we get it, we'll put it in a little spreadsheet, type it up into a status report, and schedule a weekly recurring meeting to discuss it here at the MML Studios. Then we'll summon up the courage and boldness to actually make a decision regarding your submission. I'm kidding. We actually run your content through a two-part algorithm. If it passes our humor, satire, irony, reference, and relatability, analogy, madcap, double entendre, and cliche filtering criteria, it goes on the pod. Very simple. Oh, how rude of me as well not to introduce myself. My name is Pete Z. My title is Principal Curator of MML Digital and Audio Content. And I'm dual-hatted this week, also handling production duties, given that our EP is currently resetting the passwords on all nine of his streaming services. So we'll get him back in about six weeks' time. Now, some people have taken issue with my political opinions. Pete, you're against corn. That's un-American. Look, it's fine. Jump up and down about my corn stance. One guy confronted me via text message and said, if you don't stop with the corn hate, I'm contacting my lawyer. Dude, you go ahead to any grocer in this country and come back and tell me with a straight face that corn isn't a problem. You know, corn equals gluten. What's the fucking root word of gluten? Glutton. Huh? Gluttony. And what is gluttony? Gee, I don't have a Bible handy. For some reason, mine burst into flames. But I'm pretty sure gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins, right? You just look at the colloquialisms and regional uh, characterizations around the country. Corn belt, Bible belt. I didn't make these up. It seems I've hit on a little pocket of hypocrisy, which for me is great. And when MML identifies a vein of hypocrisy, it's exactly like the companies that fracked the earth. We tap the vein for everything it's worth. So I say with the highest respect to the aforementioned disgruntled texter, go frack yourself. Five. The five. Fives this week coming in from a brigadier... Saxby, from somewhere south of the equator. Saxby, I need to look that up. It sounds like the name of a fried chicken restaurant on Cape Cod that has run out of town for repeated health code violations, poor customer service, and wilting forearms. I don't know. But what I do know is that this here brigadier ambled up to the study and penned a nice five for us titled, Five Indicators You Need to Find a New Stockbroker. Number one indicator you need to find a new stockbroker. The first thing he does during your first meeting is to tell you several jokes, all with the punchline, broker damn near killed her. (laughs) Number two, you get the distinct impression from the broker's imbalanced asymmetrical forearms that when he suggests you really must check out his brokerage 
quote, firm, he is implying something other than his business locale. (laughs) Third indicator, you need a new stockbroker. It is very clear from his furtive glances around the office that what he brokers is something he likely produces, quote, organically multiple times a day, end quote. Brigadier, my dear, dear brigadier, that's crossing up to the line. Fourth thing, the stockbroker get rid of thing. Uh, the business card he offered at the conclusion of your first meeting has the word cock lined through with a black sharpie and under it written stock in blue ballpoint pen. And it says no gel pens for this fellow, it seemed. Fifth and final reason to get a new stockbroker, the hold music for his phone system features a custom version of the Steve Miller band's The Joker, sung by a second-rate all-female disco-slash-emo 70s cover band, but instead of, I'm a joker, I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight toker, they sing, I'm a joker, I'm a stroker, I'm a midnight broker. (laughs) Well, Brigadier, I have to give credit where credit is due. You're five. Uh, Maybe your crowning achievement in your lifetime. Brigadier, sort of the icing on the cake you've been baking as a person of high intellect for these many years. I'd say it was innovative, then again. The same could be said of the work of Pablo Escobar. A tip of the cap, though, from MML to you. And all the best to you and yours, Brigadier. Mail, 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 mail. Well, the mailbag traditional service is not permitted these days. Um, due to some, ahem, how do I put this nicely? Some motherfucking nimrods. That said, I am able to read text messages, which, while constraining, is a viable workaround. Hence, here is the text I dug out of the text bag, the text satchel. I don't know what to call it. And it says, have you ever gone to a place on vacation and been disappointed. Yeah. I just did a beach trip to South Carolina and the place we stayed sucked. The food was mediocre at best and the heat was unbearable. Any suggestions for good places to head next time we leave our quote home of record? (laughs) Well done. And it came in from Denny, uh, one of my associates located in Kansas. Now, Denny, thanks for the message. Getting away in the summer is imperative. I think you may want to consider a permanent move out of your, quote, home of record. And by that, I mean leaving the fucking state of Kansas. And I've got nothing against Kansas. It just seems impossibly boring. Now, you do have the Kansas City Chiefs, which is pretty sweet, other than the fact that the football team's coach looks like he should be working in the paint department at a Home Depot or making public service announcements regarding the dangers of wildfires. More on leaving Kansas in a moment. And no, I won't be using the you're not in Kansas anymore cliche. So you can keep your little comedy cliche penalty flag in your fucking pocket. Denny, back to what you wrote. First, you say you didn't like the place you stayed in South Carolina. My guess is you need to do a little bit better research. You know? All these places and beach towns have online reviews, so you should be able to do better next time by applying two highly advanced techniques, commonly referred to as reading and analyzing. Now, Denny, the next thing you complained about was the food. Here again, 
The problem with the food is if you don't do the research, the food across the country is all the fucking same. From Maine to Montana to Mississippi. Same exact restaurants, the only difference is cleanliness in the chains. Right? For example, I actually, as a consumer of fine coffees, I really despise Starbucks. And a big part of that is the cleanliness of the Starbucks facilities. I don't mind the coffee, but if you're serving coffee in a filthy environment, it's hard for me to look past that, right? Here's a delicious cup of fresh coffee. Never mind the family of rats running around your feet. Would you like an, uh, a whipped foam <laughs> topping for an extra $27, right? Enjoy your toasted uh, bagel. Did you know this Starbucks has been open since uh, 2017, which coincidentally is the same year we last cleaned the restroom? Denny, it's the same thing with all restaurants. I've covered it before. They have to be clean as an initial bar. You can't comfortably consume food goods in a despicable eatery. The only people who can enjoy themselves in a slovenly establishment are slobs. Slobs, that's right, I'm coming out against slobs. You know all these politicians that want to deport all these people? Well, they have the wrong criteria. I propose deporting all slobs. Think about it. If you can't clean up, we don't fucking need you. And slobs come in all shapes and sizes. So you want to create a policy position that will improve the quality of the life in this country? Deport slobs. But Pete, where would you send the slobs? That's actually a great question. I don't, I don't know. Denny, you guys got room in Kansas for about 97 million fucking slobs. <laughs> you imagine that? Plane loads, bus loads of slobs just dropped off into an area. It's not feasible. No community wants more slobs than they already have. Interesting. The country with the least amount of slobs that I'm aware of seems to be Germany. I'm not sure why. I'm going to research it and I'll give you more slob talk in the next step in a future episode. Never commit to the next episode. That's, that's uh, heresy. Come to think of it, sloth is another fucking biblical sin, if I recall correctly. Pete, that's two biblical references in one episode. Are you a retired Methodist minister? What? God damn it. Hell no. Denny, you wrote asking for my advice. I'm sorry I get off track because I have what is known as a horrible attention span. I know, as a man with chiseled forearms and a very low DBQ score, you'd think I'd be able to hold coherent conversation, but sadly, I'm no different than anybody else. I can't focus on anything for more, more than three minutes before I need some more dopamine hits. Pete, it's a very sad case. Very, very sad. Denny, to cut to the chase, I do have an amazing vacation recommendation for you. Salt Lake City, Utah. Pete, should Denny visit the Mormon Temple? No, enough religion for today. But sure, if you want to check out the Mormon Temple and the other stuff, fine. That's not the point of going to Utah. Pete, should Denny go to meet Mitt Romney in Utah? Well, now that would be a real treat. There's nobody I'd rather meet than Senator Romney. Can you imagine Pete Z meeting Romney? He'd be like, what can I do for you, young man? <laughs> and I'd be like, a question, sir, Senator. How is it possible that you played the middle-aged uh, male lead slash patriarch figure on every Lifetime movie since 1997? <laughs> 
<laughs> then he'd say something like, son, we live in a nation, a nation with laws and people, wholesome people, you know, like corporations. <laughs> it would be great to meet the senator, but that's not why you go to Utah, Denny. What you do, you fly into Salt Lake City, you rent a car at the airport, you get on Interstate 15, heading north, and you go to the Starbucks at Hill Air Force Base. Don't worry, it's outside the base gate, so the MPs aren't going to string your ass up. Denny, you're going to love the Hill Air Force Base Starbucks. Mark my words, it's the cleanest, most well-run coffee shop in America. The staff, first rate. I don't know if they're unionized. I don't fucking care. Hill Air Force Starbucks. The only confusion I had in this particular Starbucks was as I was enjoying my numerous purchases, I noticed a family in the corner that was simultaneously drinking Starbucks coffee and consuming a bucket of KFC. It just seemed to be odd to be in Utah in a Starbucks, watching a mother and daughter consume coffee and fried chicken. No judgment here, only bewilderment, you know? Maybe that's the American dream, though, in 2023. Denny, there you have it. I've just laid a, a wonderful vacation plan for you. Starbucks, Utah, Hill Air Force Base, Mitt Romney, beautiful. Especially in comparison to Kansas which, no disrespect, is filled with slobs and a head coach who looks like the head of security at a Charlie Puth concert. Pete Sounds like. Pete sounds like this week coming in from Balls Fifth Avenue. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's a play on Saks Fifth Avenue. Somewhat clever yet juvenile and crude. PZ sounds like a man getting a haircut that turns and sees the strange blue vat of barber cleansing liquid and becomes frightened for his life. PZ sounds like a man that believes purchasing a Garmin watch can take him to the next level of masculinity. You have to do the actual work, Pete. Yeah, you know, masculinity, I keep hearing all this talk about it. Maybe I need to sign up for a 7000 dollar class on how to become a real maverick probably by eating some hardtack and making some in-store purchases at the orvis shop yuck pt sounds like a man that survived high levels of radiation exposure during his time in the corn industry nice pt sounds like a man whose head has been replaced with a head that was cryogenically frozen in 1977. Thank you for the anachronism uh, assault on me. PT sounds like a man who takes a stand in support of whole milk. Have another white Russian, you fucking lush. <laughs> well, thanks for joining MML today. I hope you have a brighter outlook on life now. We gave you religion, politics, and ironclad vacation advice. If you have content you want to hear on this pod, shoot it to me. Just like the esteemed Brigadier Saxby did <laughs> to PZ Comedy at Gmail. If you like the show, tell your Pythons about it. Warm regards to all of them as well. This is Pete Z signing off.